Hello, and welcome to the Notary Business Talk, the podcast dedicated to sharing ideas, strategies, and techniques to help grow your business and improve your life. And now, with more than two decades of notary business experience, your host, Abraham Zamora, the notary entrepreneur. Well, hello, hello, and welcome to another episode of the Notary Business Talk. My name is Abraham Zamora, and I am the notary entrepreneur. And in this episode, I want to talk about what real estate agents look for when working with a notary. Being in business for yourself as a notary is no different than being in any other kind of business. If you want to make money, you need clients. And in my experience, our ideal clients are loan officers, real estate agents, escrow and title offices. So in this episode, what I would thought I would do that I hope adds a lot of value to you guys is actually interview a successful real estate agent so that we can find out what he's looking for when deciding to team up and work with a notary. His name is Ben Escalera. He's been a realtor for over 16 years. He currently works as a branch manager for the Berkshire Hathaway office out here in Beaumont, California, who, by the way, was recent, was recently, well, recently became the number one office in the area in terms of sales and volume. And in fact, he is the number one agent in that office. He's the father of four kids and the nicest guy you'll ever meet. Ben, welcome to the show. Abraham, thank you for that intro. I really appreciate it. My pleasure, Ben. And, you know, before we get started, I, I know I, I'm excited for what you're going to say, not only because you yourself are a very successful real estate agent, which I think we could learn tons of, of, uh, of uh, techniques and strategies just on that end, but also just kind of what you think of when looking for a notary. I think this, this is going to be a very valuable conversation we're going to have. But before we get started, I always like to tell people how I met my guest and you and I kind of... <laughs> Are you sure you want to? No, that's cool. That's cool. I would like to hear the story. Go for it. I don't know if you remember, right? But we've known each other for a few years now, haven't we? That's right. Yeah, and we met uh, at CrossFit. So uh, both of us worked at the same box. For those of you that don't know, CrossFit is a form of working out. Instead of a gym, we call it a box because... Why do we call it a box, Ben? I don't even know why we call it a box. I just know that we will go in there, work out like crazy, maybe pass out. I don't know. But then when we came back into it, had great conversation. <laughs> yeah, man. In yeah, fact, yeah, that's good. Yeah, the, the 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 way I met you was you passed out. I caught you in my arms. That's right. Uh, and then you kind of blacked out, and then you came to, and then there I was. I think. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Love at first sight, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, so we worked out for like a year and neither one of us really knew what each, each one of us did. Cause when you go there, you work out and you leave. Uh, that's not true. Yes. We would, we would chit chat and hang out. Yeah. Uh, one day you found out I was a notary and then all of a sudden I got a call from you and you asked me to help you out with some notary work. And ever since then we've, we've worked together, haven't we? Absolutely. Absolutely. And I'll tell you this, uh, the day I found out you were a notary, I was like in a jam, right? I, I had, a a bunch of stuff going on and I actually went to CrossFit in the morning. I got the text message that, Hey, we desperately need a notary like today at so-and-so time. I was at the box at the gym, I should say. 
and I asked another uh, uh, girl that we that, that also works out there. I said, "Hey, do you know a notary?" Because I remember she worked at uh, Bank of America, and I said, "Hey, do you know a notary? I need someone like ASAP." And then she was like, "Dude, Abraham, he's a notary." And I'm like, "Abraham, no kidding!" <laughs> like, like, yeah, yeah, call him. And I'm like, "What the hell? That's crazy! I didn't even know that." So, uh, so I called you, and boom, you were there, buddy. Appreciate that, man. Yeah, well, I didn't even know that. I, I, that's that's how you found out. So, I, yeah, huh. yeah. Otherwise, yeah, we would have yeah, never so, known, huh? I, I don't think so, man. I don't think so. You just would have been catching me in the air when I passed out. That's it. <laughs> so don't learn from me and my lack of marketing skills, guys, because this was <laughs> he, he he learned about me not be through any of my efforts. That's for sure. Uh, but uh, hey, Ben. So let's let's talk about you, man. Let's talk about kind of. Uh, I mean, you're a very successful real estate agent. Uh, what, Tell us a little bit about how you became a real estate agent. What's your story uh, and, uh, you know, wh- why you do it, how you're so successful. Tell us a little bit about you, Ben. Oh, man, this is going to be a long podcast, but that's cool. That's cool. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone can talk about themselves forever, right? I'm going to condense it, condense it here, right? So I, I've always been in uh, customer service, you know, just growing up, growing up the way <clears throat> in our environment we grow up, uh, you know, working very early and uh and just getting catching our rhythm in the workforce right and i knew very early on that i did not want to particularly work for somebody uh or for an organization that kind of kind of um dictated what time you came in what time you ate what time you left what you know it just wasn't my thing so i always kind of had an entrepreneurial kind of spirit to me however um it's hard to put that into action when you really don't know where to go so uh, my my uh, early teens, I worked a bunch of retail jobs, so on and so forth. Did fairly well in retail, actually, and I met a lot of people. I you know ended up managing a bunch of different retail establishments and stores. And then one day, I took a leap of faith, and it was literally one day because I had a heck of a day in retail. And if you guys have ever worked retail, you know you know that you know you work a Black Friday or something of that sort, and you end the day like drained, and you start really evaluating if that particular job is for you so that happened to me and one day I was like you know what I I gotta do real estate this is this is uh something I've always liked uh you know uh purchasing a a a purchasing properties was always a goal of mine but I didn't know how to go about it and quite quite honestly I wasn't I didn't have the means either financially in retail you make money to live and to survive and you know and you do somewhat well but not really enough to buy house a house or houses for that matter right so that same day i uh, i signed up to school and this was i want to say in 2004 i signed up to wait a minute yeah about 2004 i signed up to school to the to the school and i linked up with a a uh, top producing real estate agent in the la area uh that i just kind of started calling you know top producing agents to see if they need help i said hey i'll do anything man i'll you know I'll, I'll do your showings i'll do your flyers i'll do your open houses i'll freaking throw out your trash if you want me to i just want to be <laughs> mow your <laughs> lawn be, yeah I'll mow your lawn dude i'll do your dishes i just want to be around the environment <laughs> you know and uh and yeah sure enough he kind of took me into his wing and then and then he's like okay cool and so just feeding off of that person you know over the course of the next couple of months i got my license I kind of worked with him for a little while, and then and then I took off from there. Uh, so in 2005, I got licensed and started in LA, and uh, did fairly well. And um, and then I had a little bit of a, 
you know, during the, the Great Recession, uh, for those of you who remember it, still just, God, it, it, this was 2008, right, when it happened? Right. What, what year are we in? 21. 21. So that's 13 years ago, right? Uh, dang, you put me I, on the spot. I, I know, I, I, suck, I suck at my math. <laughs> math. So what 13 are, years yeah, ago. Okay. <laughs> there's some people that, that you know, that they, they, didn't, they, they didn't even know. You know, they didn't go through the recession, the great recession, like yourself or myself. You know, we were already working, we we're already doing something, right? Right. So, so point being that uh, during that, um, took another leap of faith, and I went into law enforcement. Really? And, yeah, yeah. I, in two thousand seven, I um, got this itch to. I don't know what happened, man. I got this itch to go into law enforcement, and I was like, you know what? Let's. Uh, Let's find opportunity, and that's when I ended up moving out of state and did fairly well in that for a couple of years. Uh, but once again, it, I got to the point to where um, I was like, "Holy cow! I'm working for somebody. I'm working my butt off. I'm making decent cash, but I didn't really, I didn't really like it." And so I kind of reevaluated again, and and one of those one day to another kind of situations, I was like, "You know what? I'm gonna go back to real estate. That's where I was truly, truly happy." And that was 2011, and uh, and I uh, I came back, and and that was it. Never, you know, at this point in my life, I I know what I like, and I love working with people. I love working at my own pace. I love the uh, satisfaction that uh, that our job brings, and and you know, we just have the ability to <clears throat> help people, not just now, but in the future. I mean, the purchasing a home is not something that it's not like a car. Like it, it really affects your life long term. So. So I appreciate you know people trusting me with uh, with their uh, long term goals and and just being able to to perform for them it's 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 great it's an honor of mine. You know, and I think your story is is first of all very inspirational, but I think a lot of notaries can actually relate with your story because it's the same it's the same idea, right? It's the same process that a lot of the notaries who become notaries are looking for the same thing. They want that freedom. They want what what they don't have currently because they're working at a job. And, you know, I, I remember, I remember your story. You had told me briefly your story and, but it's so, it's, it's very similar to mine because for those of you who've listened to my first episode, I worked at retail. I ended up losing, I had to lose a finger, you know, through an accident. Oh my gosh. You told me that. <laughs> yeah. Good Lord. For me to I actually like, leave. I was pro- like, prove it. And you did prove it. Oh my God. That's crazy. <laughs> and you're, so, you're man, buddy. oh buddy. Thanks. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> at least it didn't take, it didn't take something like that for you to happen to realize. No, 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 no. I, I'm, yeah, no. <laughs> yeah. You have, you have all your fingers, right? I got that so far. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for sharing that, Ben. And, uh, you know, and I think uh, one of the things I've really noticed about you is that you do it. it, it, I think why part of the why you're so successful is because uh, it shows that you do care about your clients and uh, the things you post on uh, online and, and how you speak to people and the way you treat people. Uh, in terms of your clients, but even even the, the the team that you work with, and I I think, in any kind of, particularly in our industry, right, like real estate agents, loan officers, notaries, having that core team, having a team of people that trust and like you and that you can work with, is so so important. And so, let me ask you, uh, Ben, how valuable is it having a, a notary on your team as, as part of kind of helping you to achieve the success that you're, that you've achieved? 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. So when you when I look at my team right and I and I and my the people that I surround myself with, they to your point, they do have to match uh, my values, uh, uh, my work ethic, uh, you know, integrity. You know, you, you, you don't want to ever really, as a general rule, associate yourself with somebody that's going to damage you or damage your family or your business or anything like that. But in real estate, it's, it's of utmost importance because the, the uncontrollable, right? Like, let's say I have, a, I have a person that needs a notary. I personally am not going to meet with that person and notarize the paperwork. I can't do that. I don't have the license to do that. So I rely on Abraham to do that, that piece of the puzzle uh, so that we can all kind of come together. And if, and if, uh, if, if that piece doesn't get done, then it kind of all falls apart. So you, you know, in, in a sense, um, when I hand the files over to a notary or a title person or something, someone that I align myself with, I know that, you, you know, this person's vetted, I know they're going to do a great job and I'm trusting them with the well-being of this client, of this family or whatever the case may be. And so super important, to have, you know, top-notch, great A people, you know, uh, surround yourself with, uh, you know, to surround yourself with, with those type of people so that you yourself will flourish, your business will flourish. And, you know, I admire your business, Abraham. I admire your, uh, your, uh, your work ethic and your, um, and your ability to beat me at CrossFit. I admire that. <laughs> thank you ben <That's, laughs> well and let's talk about that because you said one of the things you look for when when you build a team and, and you have people surrounding you uh is people that share your values and your work ethic can you tell us a little bit more about what your values are and what kind of values you look for and and other people you work with particularly notaries yeah, it's very simple, man. It's very simple. And I hate to get religious here, but if it's not right in God's eyes, it's just not going to be right at all, right? So so th- so you 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 look at that at that trait for someone that's working that's working with you. And then um um secondly, you know, personalities have to match. Um you know, you have to have the right attitude. Uh you have to be it just really the characteristics is really what what makes the the team right everybody has a schedule and you know the fact that you know you're you're you are a notary right you know that you're supposed to be available for people and for agents or for whoever that you know whoever you're marketing to and if you're the person that's just never available then things are not going to go right so availability you know communication i mean there's so many traits and uh and you know when when you start working with somebody and two, three, four of those traits are, are just not there, then they might not be the best fit. And so, so when we look at, for example, um, in a real estate transaction, everybody has a piece to the puzzle, right? You as a notary, you do this piece, the title does this, as an agent, I do this, the lender does that, so on and so forth. But every piece of the puzzle needs to be glued together. Otherwise it's going to be an incomplete puzzle. So, so that's why it's crucially important that the notary is available, knowledgeable, you know, fits the characteristic, does things right with integrity, uh, you know, just just to name a few. So that that's some of the things that we look for. 
have you ever had an experience where you um, you found you, you found a notary, you started working with them, and then it, it went south? Or, or you many know, times? Really? Can you can you can you uh, <laughs> yeah, share yeah. some of those experiences so 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 the notaries listening to the show can avoid doing the things that those notaries have done? Many times to uh, a lot of scheduling uh, no shows. Like, hey, uh, hey, Abraham, can you be here at eight in the morning? Yeah, I can be there. And I'm not saying you did this, but I, you know, do <laughs> 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 you be here at eight in the morning? Yes, I can be there. And boom, that doesn't show up. Or hey, I showed up at eight thirty and they were gone. Hey, well, yes, of course, availability. You know, the uh, the uh, the availability thing uh, and and keeping the schedule has always been one of the biggest issues. Secondly, now I ran into notaries that have had kind of a I think in an effort to make money and maybe I'm going to just say maybe even try to help. I don't know why they would do this, but they, they say, you know, this person, you know, didn't have an ID, but I did a notary anyway because they came from you. And that's not what we're looking for as an agent. So if, if I send you a client and they don't have an ID or they're not prepared, I mean, I, I do not expect you to do something, uh, that that would question the integrity of the deal just because it came from me you know i would be i would have more respect for for the notary telling me hey ben i'm sorry dude i can't do this because they don't have an idea or they don't have this or they have this documentation and we just need to do it right i respect that more than than someone saying hey you know what yeah man i you know we took care of it you know we, we did we did a we did a work around and that scares me because i i expect my deals to i do my deals right and I've done it. I've done that for many years and honestly never had any issues. I never look back. I never, you know, nothing ever comes back to, to bite me because everything gets done right. So I expect notaries to be, to be in that same uh, wavelength, right. To, to, to just do things correctly. So um, yeah, those are some examples of, of, of issues that I've had and I've had to, um, I guess, eliminate notaries from my circle because things like that happen. Yeah, and that goes back to that whole integrity thing you were talking about, doing your work yeah. with integrity and have your conscience clear that you know you did the thing, you know, you did your work the right yeah. way, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody's human. Mistakes happen, but it, as long as you acknowledge it and fix it, yeah. But if you intentionally do something that you shouldn't be doing, we just I, that just doesn't sit well with me. And I know it doesn't with you either, you know, so, so, yeah, man. Absolutely, yeah. And uh, you you were saying communication. Uh, are you referring to notaries who you call and just never pick up or never yeah. return the calls and stuff? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Call or pick up or or I'll call you back and they never do, or uh, or you know yeah you know I get this a lot actually. Hey, can you text me? Yeah, sure. So I text. Hey, can you do this? This request on so forth, and then it goes silent, and I'm like, okay. You asked me to text you, I text you, but you're not texting me back. Like, what's up? You know, and, and in our business, you know that time is of the essence, right? You know, docs need to be in at a certain time, and they need to be signed at a certain time, and they need to, you know. So so uh, if we miss a deadline by a minute, the deal, you know, there, there could be some consequences there. You know, this, so. is, this is fascinating to me because I never knew this stuff. And I think what one of the things that shocks me the most is, when notaries think they're trying to help you because they're trying to please you because they, they probably want the work and so they'll do stuff just to get the deal done because they think you're going to get upset. Yeah. The, the, yeah. The, the idea that that would be a turnoff is, uh, first of all, refreshing to hear that um, because a lot of notaries are scared to 
turn work down or to not do something because they feel they're going to upset the person that's sending them out. And, and you're saying it's the opposite, isn't it? Well, it's the opposite for me. It's the opposite for a lot of the agents that I associate with my, myself with. Uh, I want to say that it's the same, you know, it's, it's the same thing with, you know, everyone in my office at least feels the same way that I know of. Uh, I don't ever speak for anybody in, you know, personally, but, but I, I know of, some agents like let's say if i tell you abraham like hey abraham look man i need you to notarize this paper this this paper for me and you know the lady she's just gonna sign it and and take off and then you know she'll leave it she'll leave it for you somewhere just notarize it and get it back to me like that's some crazy red flags man (laughs) i don't know you know (laughs) i don't know if you would notarize that i'm hoping you wouldn't but (laughs) you know that's that's and some notaries i i to, to a point like okay in an effort to para quedar bien right as we say in spanish right um they would do it and that that scares me man it, it scares me that people would do something like that uh, and something that could potentially come back and and, and bite you in the butt if if, uh, if people found out you know you just, you just don't do that you know we're, we're dealing with people's uh you know we're we're not selling a cell phone here you know we're selling a house yeah people's livelihood so yeah, yeah, and it's, right, it's and it, and it's in my experience, right? And I, I love studying philosophy and, and 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 ethics and morality. And I think anybody who lacks integrity and honesty in business, in general, it's been my experience that people like that typically don't last very long because uh, mm-hmm. people find out, don't they, Ben? People, you know, your reputation will get out All there, the won't it? All the time. All the time. Yep. People will find out. People. People dig for the bad things in your life more so than the good things. I don't even think they dig for the good things. They, they, they always, the people just dig for bad stuff, right? Who is this guy? Especially in this day and age, you know, you got all, both of us, you know, we're, we're entrepreneurs. We have our own businesses and people Google us, you know, they'll Google Abraham, Samora, notary, so-and-so area. And depending on what those reviews say, and, and you know, and it's amazing how much stuff there is online of you. Uh, it's funny. I googled my name the other day, and I was like, I was like, I wonder if I if I show up like on the Google page, and and so uh, we were doing this exercise. So I googled myself, and I was, <laughs> you know, some reviews popped up, and for a minute I was like, holy cow, there's so much stuff here, and I, and now I, like I started getting scared, man. I started sweating because I was like, what the heck? How do I not know this this stuff that people are writing about me? Thankfully, everything was good, but man, I could have met you know. We, 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 I, I realize we can't please everybody, but yeah, thankfully we're in good standing here, but, but the internet or the online, you can find out so much about a person and you definitely don't want to be associated with, you know, oh, Abraham Samora got arrested for something and he was, <laughs> he worked with Ben and you know, so it's just automatic association, right? Yeah. Even, yeah. even though, even though Ben's a saint. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. You are saying, and I, I, I told you not to say <laughs> no, anything about no. my arrest, Ben. Uh, thank you. Oh, <laughs> well, speaking about going online, uh, how do you? So, so if a notary, right, a notary, they they want to get in your head because they they want to they trying they're trying to get your business, and so when you do look for a notary, when you are in need of a notary, where do you typically look to find a notary? Do you go online, look for reviews? Like how, what's your method of, of seeking out and looking for a good notary to work with? Yeah. So as I mentioned, you can Google anything nowadays, right? But 
circling back, if you surround yourself with good people, those good people know other good people who know other good people who know, right? Right. So I consider my friend from Bank of America. She's been there for a heck of a long time. I consider her a credible person. And if I need a notary uh, or anything of that sort, I'm going to ask her, hey, who do you know? And she's going to say, oh, Abraham Zamora. And that's typically how I find my people. Like, let me ask this, you know, quote unquote, good person uh, who she knows of this service that I need. And just just by just through that, through that circle, uh, you know, you automatically have credibility because I know that this good person is referring you. So you've done a good job and so on and so forth. So that that's typically how I do it nowadays. But I can tell you that a lot of people. A lot of people just Google, right? Just Google you. Yeah. I, I tend to stay away from that now. Um, so so it's just really more of a relationship base with me. So if if I were to tell that same B of A person like, hey, um, you know, is there a notary that you would stay away from and she starts naming off people, then I would stay away from those people just because she told me, right? Because I trust her. And so, and so luckily, um, you know, she was cool with you and she liked you because otherwise she would have been like, oh, no, that Abraham guy. I don't know. <laughs> he, he got arrested. <laughs> he got arrested. <laughs> no, 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 no. Just so to be clear, everyone, I've yeah. never been arrested, okay? I just, yeah, that's right. That's okay. right that we know of. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but Abraham, you grew up in uh, – you grew up in uh, – where are you from? Are you from Mexico? So I was I was born here. And then yeah. when I was like six months, we went, we moved back to Mexico, and I lived there for about six years. Uh, so okay, essentially, so we don't know, we don't know what you did that first six years of your life. <laughs> hey, what, what happens in Mexico stays in Mexico, Ben. <laughs> you got it, buddy. So that's good. I mean, so so the idea of building relationships uh, and having credible sources to sort of refer and recommend you seems to be, uh, which makes sense, and I I still think that's sort of the classic way of, of getting business. And I think this is where, because some people might think as notaries, they all, all, right away they think, you know, I, I want to network and prospect with escrow and title offices because that's, those are typically the, the, the branches the, or the companies that will give notaries like loan document signings, but they never, okay, not never, but I don't, I don't think people actually, see the value in networking and building relationships with like loan officers and real estate agents. And I think you just illustrated right. it perfectly. Right. Yeah. You would call me for like a grant deed that needed to get done last minute, but the real value I think in building sort of a relationship with anybody in these industries, loan officer, real estate agent, escrow is that when someone asks you, Ben, Hey, do you know of a notary that you would recommend? That's where the value comes in. Right. Yeah. That's correct. That's correct. It's all about the uh, referral network, right? As real estate agents, and actually, I can tell you right now. I actually just calculated this the other day. Let's see. So I got this year. I got fifty three percent of my of my business of the deals that I that I did this year from my past clients, right? So more than half of my deals came from my past clients. The others, you know, I got. 10% from this side, you know, 20, 20% from there, blah, 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 blah. It kind of trickles down from there on out, but more than half of my business comes from people that have already helped. Wow. Right. And that, and that's the same thing with you. Uh, I presume, right. Same thing with you. It's, it's, uh, you know, 
I'm going to refer you, right? So I guess I'm in your referral network. Uh, you know, and, and whoever I referred, you know, then you have another person that's probably going to refer you and so on. And that's how it kind of builds. Right. Um, and, and it's funny how you can do 20 things, right. But the minute you do one thing wrong, you know, the whole referral network kind of tends to crumble down a little bit. So that's why, you know, we go back to the same thing, you know, doing things right the first time and always, and you'll, you'll build a big referral network. Like you wouldn't imagine, you know, right. which I'm sure you have already. So. Yeah, man. Well, yeah, and and I know you do too, and I, and and I think the value and the lesson in this in this pod in this episode is uh, to to start networking and building relationships with with people in the industry that you want to grow your business in. And what what kind of tips or advice could you give? Uh, and it could be general because I know you're not a notary, but uh, since and I know this personally, you you are very good at networking and building relationships. What kind of what kind of tips or advice could you give uh, uh, really any business owner, but particularly people in the real estate industry, and, and hopefully it will, it will, it'll apply to notaries, well, where they could kind of grow and, and, and build that reputation? Yeah, well, that's, that's pretty easy. And something that most people don't do is <clears throat> don't limit yourself. A lot of people limit themselves to whatever they feel, wherever they feel business is going to come from. And, uh, and, and it, it don't limit yourself. Just, just put yourself out there to the people at the grocery store, the people at the county, you know, departments where you go check for your permits, put yourself out there to notaries, to escrow people, to, to the public, to your charitable organizations. Don't, don't, uh, don't, don't, uh, here's another tip. Don't mix charity with business. Right. Uh, that's just something that, that I learned a long time ago and it, it, it's, you know, we could get into that later, but put yourself out there to everybody and anybody. Um, cause promotion is not, it's not just, um, it's not just about, Hey, I'm a real estate agent. I'm only going to target people that want to buy or sell. That's not, that's not the way it works is, is I'm going to give value to the world, hoping that with the hopes that somebody can use my services. Right. So when I do my social media videos, um, very rarely do I say, do I say, uh, you know, call me, call me, call me, call me, call me. Very rarely. I just really kind of tend to shoot out a video, like uh, uh, informational videos um, and just um, educating the public. Like, hey, did you guys know that, uh, you know, these rental scams are out there, blah, 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 whatever the case, whatever it is that I'm talking about. Right. Right. And and so um, so give yourself value and 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 don't limit yourself as to who you're who you're uh, marketing yourself, market yourself to the world, to everybody. That's great. Yeah. And, and that whole education based marketing where you're adding value yes. first. Right. Is that what you're saying? Yes. Yep. Absolutely. Excellent. Absolutely. Yeah. And you and you have a lot of content as notaries, as a notary. Gosh, you can you can talk. You can give a guy, you know, so many educational tips that, that, you know, people don't know about. And, and, you know, it's just, uh, you know, you're, you're, you're helpful. And then, you know, with the hopes that someone will, will use you and st- and sometimes people don't use you actually, a lot of times they don't, you know, I shoot out videos and they, they say, Oh my God, I didn't know that. And they'll go to their realtor and then their realtor knows and so on and so forth or whoever it is that they're working with and they'll never ever use me. But at least, you know, you as a person have the satisfaction of knowing that you helped someone, I'm sure. 
Yeah, that's great. And I think another way when you're dealing with people on a one-on-one basis and you're having conversation, I've always found it using the whole law of reciprocity that when you are genuinely interested in somebody else and you ask them about them and what they do, they will typically reciprocate that and then ask you what you do. So the way yeah. to get, the way it's not just about, hey, by the way, I'm a notary. Here's my business card. It's more of a right. Right. Hey, what do you do? You know, uh, how long have you worked here? And then uh, sometimes they'll ask you, what do you do? And then that's when you uh, let them know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It has to be an organic, natural conversation, right? It can't, it, uh, I I get turned off because I've been approached several times with people trying to sell just stuff, you know, insurance or, you know, even realtors, actually. I've got, I've had people, uh, I've been in line at like stores. And a realtor or any, you know, just the, the person trying to promote, they just say, hey, here's my card if you need me. Hey, here's my card. And I don't know why. Maybe I'm wrong, but I don't know why I get turned off by that. I'm like, God, I don't – like, did I did I ask you? Like, I don't know. It doesn't bother me, but it, I'm like, that's kind of interesting that you're, that you're just kind of approaching the public. But maybe it works for them. I don't know. But I, I personally get turned off. I, I'm more of a, of, a, of a conversationalist, right? Like, let, let's talk about some stuff, and then I don't – want to sound cheesy or anything you know because i'm not that type of person but through conversation you can get to know somebody and you make a connection you make a connection that um you know sometimes your 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 goal is to kind of find to talk to people and you don't even know that you might you might be the one that needs help and that person could help you so so that's happened to me as well yeah okay so, so, so how, how would you define the way you like to be approached when it comes to sales guys or, um, would you, would you say mean, it's more of an indirect approach as opposed to just a direct approach? Yeah. You know, maybe bring me some Starbucks. We could start there. <laughs> no, 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 <laughs> no, no. I like, uh, I like, uh, <laughs> genuine conversations, man. <laughs> I like genuine conversations, and when somebody when somebody comes up to me and and asks and just let's like like let's talk like hey you know I don't know I've just had I've, it's it's kind of hard to put it into perspective. Mm-hmm. It's kind of hard for me to say like like yeah this is what you tell me first this is what you tell me second because conversations are not like that they they spring up out of out of nowhere. I remember one time I was I was buying a watch and I as I was walking out of the watch place uh, a guy stopped me he's like hey did you just buy a watch and I'm like yeah. And then he's like, can, what can you tell me about him? Because I, like, I'm looking for a watch for my, for my, it was right there at the outlets. Like, I'm looking for a watch for my wife, but I, I don't know what the heck I'm doing, right? So we got into this whole conversation about watches and this and that and blah, blah, blah. And turns out he worked at a bank. He worked at a uh, U.S. bank or something. And he had a suit on and stuff. And, and I didn't know who he was, but we kind of got into this watch conversation. And now, you know, we chat all the time about the stuff. Just out of out of a, a conversation of me walking out of a of a watch store and him really genuinely asking me like, hey, you know, I need to know about like, can you help me with this? Because he saw me with the watch bag, right? And so I've done the same thing too, where where I kind of approach somebody because I need help with something else, and and then and it creates this uh, this um, you know relationship that later on later on in the future, you know, who knows if you need help from them or they need help from you. I mean, it's just how it is, man. Law of attraction, buddy. I love it. So yeah, let's let's get some takeaways out of this. Uh, number one, if if you want to grow your business as as a notary in this case, uh, the first thing is you need to be the kind of person that people want to work with, which is someone who has integrity in their work, 
is right. honest and communicates with the people that are going to give you the work. Well, what, what you mentioned and you described these bad notaries, what percentage of notaries that you've worked with would you say fall under the category of bad notaries? Oh goodness. Oh man. Let me see. If I were to say over the course of all the years that I've done real estate, I have, well, well, let me put it to you this way. Okay. Let me put it to you this way. I have maybe three numbers and really you're the main one. You're, you're number one, my friend. You're number one. But I, <laughs> Thank you. But I, I have maybe a handful of notaries that I really kind of trust out of a, a bunch that I've ran into over the years. And I'm, I mean, I don't know. I could put maybe a hundred or something. So I have, let's say, three out of a hundred. You know, that out of a hundred notaries that I've tried, I only use three of them. Let's just say. Wow. So that's three. That's three percent. So there's a lot of. You know, there's a lot. There's a lot of a lot of bad ones out there, and I, no, I shouldn't say bad because that's not the right word. It's just some that need improvement, right, or are learning, or were new, or something like that. So, so that or that didn't fit at least what I needed, right? Um, yeah, yeah. So I, that's uh, wow, that's a low percentage, man. <laughs> that's I just realized how low that. I wonder what it is for realtors. It's crazy. <laughs> Well, and I think that's and and that's great news for all of you guys who are listening to to the show because that means all you have to do to begin with the first thing is to just be honest, have integrity, answer your phone and text back when people text you and you beat 97% of all the notaries out there that are trying quote unquote to compete with you, isn't that right? It's, it's that it's that easy. It's, it's that, that easy. easy. You're right. <laughs> that easy. You do those four. What was it? Four or five things. Yeah. And 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 uh, yeah. And the world will provide, or God will provide. Right? Yes. Yes, sir. And and then the other thing is, it just build relationships with people. Have conversations, whether it's whether it's on social media where you're giving tips and 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 uh, just helpful information, or just talking with someone one on one, regardless of whether they're an escrow officer or not. Just have that conversation. Be genuinely interested in people. They will be genuinely interested in you, and you'll build that rapport before any of that sales tension comes up. Uh, and I think that's what you're referring to, isn't it, Ben? Absolutely. Be genuine. You got it, man. You got it. Well, hey, Ben, if people want to find out more about you, if they want to kind of learn about uh, the work that you do, if, if they're maybe interested in, in buying a house now that, they, now that they've gotten to know you, where, where, where would you like people to find out more about you? Where could they learn more if, if, uh, if they were willing to reach out to you? Yeah, absolutely. Well, I'll drop my number. Uh, 323-620-4274. That's my direct number. You can shoot me your questions. Uh, and just so you know, I help out people because on social media, I promote myself as the, uh, as, uh, uh, a person that can help you, even if you're not going to use me. So if you're currently in a transaction and, uh, and you're, and you're wondering like, wow, I should get a second opinion or I don't know what this form means. And you're just not getting the, the help you need. I'm going to be very honest with you and blunt and I, I, I will help you. I'll, I'll, you know, what is it? What, what question do you have? Oh, well, this document, I don't know what it means. So, and so, and just so you guys know, I won't make a penny out of you, uh, with any questions that you, that you may ask me, especially if you're in a transaction, because legally I would not get into a transaction where you're already committed to somebody, but if you need help, 
uh, you're in the middle of a transaction. You don't know what you what to do or, or how things are going or where to go or you need guidance. Feel free to call me. I'll be happy to I'll be happy to, to steer you in the right direction. Uh, so that's my number 323-620-4274. Um, that's the best way to get a hold of me. My office is in Beaumont. The address is 1484 East 2nd Street, Suite A in Beaumont, California. Feel free to stop by as well. Those are the two best ways to get a hold of me. And then I do have a website, vegetarianrealtor.com. I didn't even talk about that, Abraham. <laughs> Vegetarian. Vegetarianrealtor.com. Now, that's why, probably why you beat me at CrossFit because I don't eat meat. <laughs> and you chow down the steak probably before and after every workout, man. That's probably why. Whatever you have to tell yourself, Ben, that's that's <laughs> – Wait, so let us talk about that. What What is this vegetarian thing? Uh, well, I've been a vegetarian since 2015. Um, health reasons. And then uh, just kept it. That's 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 uh, pretty simple. Simple as that. You know, huh? I'm, as simple as that. Yeah, yeah. I'm not like uh, one of those people that are like uh, super into animal rights. and I mean, I'm not that, that – uh, involved in it it's just mainly uh health reasons for myself so yeah 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 it's, it's worked out and uh i'm gonna keep it going as long as uh, as long as uh i could afford it i guess <laughs> so ve- vegetarian realtor is that what you said or yep vegetarian realtor.com dot com. i love it hey ben thank you so much for coming on the show and and uh and entertaining us and giving us your valuable uh, wisdom and insights. And I, I really appreciate you being on the show. Thank you, buddy. Now, thank you for the opportunity. And then um, next time you're going to be on my podcast, my friend. Oh, I'm going to drill you with questions. You're, you're, you're going to start a podcast soon or <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll leave that up to you, man. You're doing a great job at it. <laughs> Thank you. But no, man. thank you, man. Thank you, man. I congratulate you on your business, man. You're doing great, and uh, and uh, I feel fortunate to be aligned with you. Man. I appreciate that, Ben. Thank you very much. And for all of you who st- who uh, stuck around, listened to the show, I really appreciate you guys. And until next time, I hope you guys have a productive, super duper week. Take care, you guys. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the Notary Business Talk. To learn more about becoming a notary entrepreneur or to find out how Abraham can help you achieve your business goals, visit notarybusinesstalk.com.